Right. First question. As you know, this work I'm doing is about business mavericks, people who think differently in business. So how would you define a maverick? Wow, good question. I, how would I, I would define a maverick um, you know, as somebody that, that has an idea and um, you know, has an idea, is committed to the idea, even if it goes against um, uh, common thought and common um, principles, if you will. Okay. They believe in it, they have passion in it, and they, um, they do what's necessary to uh, drive change and to uh, make people notice. Excellent. Why do you think you're a maverick? You, you know, I, I would not have labeled myself a maverick. Right. Um, okay. And, and so as you came to me, uh, it was good. So, you, you know, um, I guess more and more I, with what I'm doing with Unleashed WD, I can see why uh, some people might label me as a maverick. But it's not something that I would uh, consciously have put on myself up until then. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. The London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. Okay. I'm going to give you seven statements, and wow. you just need to say, true, false, can't decide. Okay, and, and where is this from again? It's from the London School of Economics. Okay, cool. People tell me that I'm a maverick. Or words to that effect. True. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. True. I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. True. I have very unusual talents. True. I am generally underestimated by people. No response. Don't okay. know. Okay. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Um, I do think differently, and I, I, I don't know if the label more, most people is, is appropriate, but... Okay. Yeah, but I'll say true. Okay. Yeah. Why do you do things differently? Um, I'm a very passionate individual with a high, lo uh, with a high degree of energy, Billy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when, in 2004, when I saw that this country was headed down a path that I didn't think was correct. Right. Um, and there were anti-war rallies all over the place, and people were using political messages, uh, political... Um, they were using fallen soldiers to get a political message across. Um, I said that was wrong, so I took action um, and created a nonprofit called We Do Care okay. um, to do that. Um, when I sensed that... Um, that the politicians in Washington um, were uh, were not being truthful, and um, our country was headed in the wrong direction. I decided to run for Congress. Okay. Two thousand ten. Um, and with our current initiative with Unleashed WD, when um, I noticed that an industry um, was um, was was behind the curve in terms of innovation and creativity and business models and all that. When I noticed that, um, I decided to take action and create this new uh, business, if you will. So, 
Um, what was the question again? No, you've answered the question. Yeah, I was asking yeah. you why you do things differently, but what so you did was you answered the next question too. Yeah. So I, the reason why it, it's because um, I'm passionate, and when I see that there is a need for change, um, I have no problem taking the risk. Okay. And putting together um, the team and processes to make it happen. Okay. Does doing things differently, Dirk, require um, certain skills? And if so, what are they? Yeah, I think you need vision. Yes. I, I think you need um, uh, courage and the ability to uh, take risks. Mm -hmm. I think you need, um, you need to be able to communicate effectively what that vision is. Mm -hmm. You need to... Um, you need to have, um, what, what, what's the word, um, uh, endurance. Mm -hmm. You need to have endurance because what you do is hard. And um, I think, too, it ties to there, you, you need passion um, because, again, uh, what you're going to do is hard and you're on the leading edge, typically. Yeah. And uh, people are going to fight you and try to pull you back to the status quo. Okay. So uh, what are the challenges to being a maverick? Now, one of them, you've just said people are going to fight you and try to pull you back to the status quo. Yeah, you know, by definition, by, by definition, being an, a maverick suggests that you're you're ahead of the curve, right? Mm -hmm. So, so as a result of that, um, you're going to have a lot of forces that are going to try you try, as I said, try yeah. to pull you back to the status quo, um, to the way things are, to nostalgia, to nostalgia, if you will. So, um, so you, you, you need to, uh, because you're, you're on that leading edge, um, uh, ahead of the curve, I, I think that's the biggest challenge. Mm. I really do. Because, okay. because by definition, you're only going to be resonating with a small number but. of a small part of the population. Okay. And so it's going to take that time and uh, commitment to. and momentum. Yeah. To eventually um, uh, make the impact that you do want to make. Definitely. What aspects of your character influence your maverick approach? Aspects of my character that impact. God, these are tough questions, Billy. These are these are self. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This wasn't supposed to be a walk in the park. <laughs> So aspects of my character that what that make me a maverick that, that influence your maverick approach. Well, you you know I think when people look at me, the word energy is often used. The word mm, passion is often used. I can used. feel it for coming off the screen. Yeah, does it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think energy is used. I think uh, passion is used. Um, so I, I think those are some of the characteristics. Okay. Right? Do you think you're born or bred a maverick? I think, I, my gut says you're not born. Okay. Yeah, my guts, I, I'd be curious to hear what, what everyone else said. Yeah, my gut has said that you're not born. My, my gut says that, um, that, uh, in, that your environment uh, okay. influences, influences that more than DNA. Okay. Although, although you got me thinking. Hmm. Yeah, you got me thinking. Do you think your childhood in any way impacted on you being a maverick? Yeah. 
I, I would certainly say so. My upbringing and childhood, absolutely. Can you give me an example? Yeah. Um, you know, um, my my uh, my parents came from um, from a uh, background where they did not have very much, mm -hmm. and uh, they broke through. They were both the first of their family, the first of their. Uh, friends to mm -hmm. uh, get college educations okay. and the like, and uh, and they break broke through that, um, you know what was expected of them, if you will. Right. And I think so that we learned that, you know, okay. and um, we learned that from them. And then I, I was also my parents raised. I'm one of six. Oh, so am I. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm number four. How about you? One. All right. Um, my parents raised us on something that they and we call LEO, L-E-O. And LEO stands for Love, Education, and Opportunities. And that's what I, my wife and I have tried to bring to um, our kids as well. And what the, what the premise of that, Billy, is this, is that as my parents, they um, provided unconditional love. Yes. That's number one. Uh, they said, number two... They also owed us education, okay. right? Yeah. That if if we performed at you know the standards and brought in decent grades, by the way, decent grades for them were C grades. Um, they would provide the education. Okay. And then they also said that we, uh, because of that love education opportunity, um, they will provide us no love and education because that love and education. They will provide us opportunity to grow, to develop, and to be able to compete and survive in this world. Okay. What the contract did not provide, again, it provided love, education, opportunity. What it did not provide is security. Okay. Security was purely placed on our soldiers, okay. on our shoulders. So after those three things were provided, it was up to us to get out in this world, make our way, okay. and perform. Okay. Were your parents mavericks? My dad was a huge freaking maverick. Oh, he sounds interesting. <laughs> mavericks often have unusual talents, and when I asked you before, you said, yes, you had. And what would you say your unusual talents are? Well, you know, that's a great question, and I'm currently um, going through a lot of self-analysis right now through a program called strategic coach to really help me identify okay. what those what those unique abilities are in the light but I, again I, I think I said them but you know some of my unique talents are I have a I have an ability I believe to um, to take a look at a lot of different pieces of information yeah uh, listen to um, the weak signals that are out there okay. and and to put together a picture that many people cannot see okay um, and I, I, I think I have the ability to do that. Number That's number one. Number two is once I see that and once it aligns with what I'm passionate about, yeah. um, I have the ability to structure a vision okay. as to how things can and should change and look different. Okay. And then number three, I have the ability to, uh, to communicate that vision and to really... Um, bring people along okay. and to draw to um to join the movement okay you. okay yeah it's quite interesting because you're describing what i call um 
you're a polymath who makes disparate connections. What? <laughs> a polymath a who make a polymath. Okay. Who makes disparate connections? Okay. Yeah. That's how I would describe what you just said. Okay. Okay. Um, you've already took uh, the next question was describing your energy level, but I think you've already described that as high. Yeah. Okay. How do you see rules? Um, by and large, I'm not a rule follower. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do believe that there need to there, you know, there need to be uh, standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, organizations and individuals need to have standards, and we need to um, uh, we need to have a box. Okay. From which form it, but. I think real progress is made when we allow the genius of the individual to um, to be tapped. And every individual has genius of, within them. And I think we as a society and I think in our businesses, we need to allow for that individual expression um, to be funneled towards um, uh, the visions, if you will. Couldn't agree with you more. Have you always taken a maverick approach to business or was there a particular trigger that you thought, enough, from now on, I'm doing it the dirt beverage way and they can deal with it? Yeah, I, I, I think in order to, um, I think in order to, quote unquote, be a maverick, as you suggest, um, it really, you need self-awareness, mm-hmm. you need uh, self-confidence. You probably need a little bit of an ego, um, and yeah, I didn't always have that. Okay, right? didn't always have that. So, and I don't know what that trigger was. You know that okay. moment, what that moment in time was. Yeah. But in order to stand out, in order to take a stand, in order to stand for something <laughs> yes. that might be counterintuitive, I think you need those things, and um, I didn't always have. Them. Okay. And, quite frankly, I, I'm not sure I'm always as confident as I should be and the like. But that's where the courage and the risk comes in. Yes, that, that crops up quite a lot. Uh, Somebody said that um, you've got to be really... Um, my philosophy is you have to, to, be, to be your true self, you've got to, have, you've got to believe and you've got to be brave. Yeah. Because the odds are stacked against you. Agreed 100%. Um, are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times and why? So years ago, um, Billy, I, um, I did Ironman triathlons. And, um, and as I was training for one of them, a friend of mine came to me and said, uh, hey, Dirk, why don't we do a triathlon together? Because... You know, you can do them in, in teams. And okay. Somebody could do the swimming. Somebody could do the biking. Somebody could do the running. And I told them, I said, Joe, hey, thanks for the offer. But no, you know what? I, I really would like to. I, this is I'm doing this on my own. Okay. You know? And he looked at me and said, Dirk, that's typical of your response. Mm. Are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times? So I, I, I think, you know, I think it's probably in my DNA now. Okay. I, I think it's... Uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> um, what are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business? Well, let me start with the disadvantages. Okay. First, if you don't mind. Um, you know, 
Um, when you stand out, when you take when you take risks, they don't always work. And as a maverick, I can accept that. <coughs> yeah. Right. Um, hell, that's part of my DNA. I know think I know things will work out. You know, we're going to be able to uh, push through. We're going to be able to figure this thing out. We're going to be able to make it happen. Mm -hmm. However, in the interim, there's some pain. In the interim, there is some um, uh, uh, ambiguity. In the yeah. interim, the outcome is not always known. And what I've come to understand more than I have in the past and I should have realized this earlier on, is that my decisions impact a lot more people than myself, starting with my wife, mm. starting with my family, starting with my employees. And, and while it's so damn clear in my mind that things will work out and things happen, or, or things, the results will be there, it's not as clear in other people's minds. So yes. a, a negative or, uh, is, is that, um, you know what? You put people who are close to you uh, through some times of uncertainty, yes. uh, maybe through some pain and the like, and I wish we didn't have to do that. Yes, that, that's been said. And, um, and people have said things like... Um, the thing is, they're comfortable with the ambiguity, but they realise that maybe the other people around them aren't. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So what about the advantages? It's fun. It's, it's fun. I mean, you know, is there any other way to go through life than to make a real difference, to make a real impact, <laughs> to move business, to move what you're passionate about, to move society forward um is there any other way to go through life I, I don't think there is no i i have to agree with you has age and experience altered your maverick approach has, has, what kind of has age and experience oh experience certainly has mm -hmm. um have you mellowed is what i'm asking i suppose no okay no you know i um I had a personal coach in here about two years ago, and um, as we got to know each other, he sat down with me and said, "Where are my dreams? Where are my vision? Where where am I taking the business?" And and for a month he pushed back, and he said, "Dirk, this can't you can't this can't be right." I said, "No, this is what I want to do." Hmm. And and he said, "Dirk, people at your age are typically looking to scale down, are typically looking to slow down, rather than to build something." Um, and we eventually parted ways. I think with age, as I get older, uh, I'm becoming even more impatient. I'm becoming, mm. you know, and I and I want to ensure that I have the energy to continue to drive forward um, and to drive that change, not not to slow down. Okay. What aspects of your business are you most maverick in? I don't know what you mean by that. What do you mean by that? So in your company, Unleashed WD, right? Yeah. Which aspect, if somebody said to you, where do you do the stuff that's most out there, not like everybody else, doing it rock and roll style? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? 
Um, our entire business model okay. is a maverick model with Unleashed WD. We are okay. we are truly um, we are truly reinventing how individuals within the wholesale distribution industry um, uh, look at their business and um, and where they go to do that. Okay. And, and what I mean by that, Billy, is you know. Uh, I came to the conclusion that uh, the industry is not as innovative as it should be, is not as creative as is using business models that are 50 years old. Mm -hmm. And um, and I came to the conclusion that one of the reasons was because the industry as a whole is incestuous. Oh. For... For too long, we've been surrounding ourselves with like-minded people. Yeah. For too long, we've been surrounding ourselves with the same gurus, consultants, um, um, speakers, and, and, and the like. And you go to the association meetings, and um, the meetings are just a regurgitation. Yeah. yeah. Year after year after year. And so our entire model is to say... We've got to stop that insanity. Yes. And we've got to stop this incestuous um, gathering. Okay. And it's time to bring new outside thinking uh, into the industry. And um, a lot of people are threatened by it. Yes. A lot of people don't get it. Um, but I'm having a ball. Awesome. What aspects of your business are you least maverick in? So I know you said the whole business model, but is there some area that you think, you know, I really don't think we're kicking ass in that area. What aspects of your life are you most maverick in? Um, you, you know, I need to find it again, but I, uh, I've been maverick in the endurance sports world, right? Okay. Uh, where we've... Um, uh, where we've completed, you know, four different Ironman triathlons. Well, get back on it. I will. I will. The first one that I did, I ended up uh, in intensive care. Um, didn't finish. Uh, brain was swelling. Almost slipped into a coma and the like. Yet I still continued down that path uh, to complete four others. Um, a maverick in that way. I'm a maverick in my political okay. Uh, beliefs. Okay. You know, I, I have very strong political beliefs and. Um, I'm not afraid to discuss those with okay. individuals. What about in your life? Where are you least maverick? Where do you think, oh, do you know what? That's going to be boring. I should need to shake that up a bit. Um, you know, I, uh, maybe, maybe it's the family because I have very traditional. Okay. I have very traditional conservative family views. Right. Um, uh, family is everything. That's interesting. So, because my next question is, how do you balance being a maverick with home life? You know, it goes back to something I said a little bit earlier, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the balance is difficult. It's it's hard because um, the family wants and deserves one thing, mm -hmm. um, and that's security, okay. and that's continuity, right? And and uh, you know, as we go out and look to change and shake things up. Um, we, we sometimes make enemies. Mm -hmm. um, we sometimes get people pissed off at us. Uh, sometimes people in the neighborhood don't want to speak to us anymore. Um, but that's because you have strong views. And yeah. when you have strong views, 
that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's and, true. And that happens in the home life. It happens in business. Mm-hmm. With Unleashed, WD, I'm pissing people off. Um, and uh, people want to fight us. And people yeah. are threatened by us. And we don't mean to do that. We just want to go out and do something different. You're just different. trying to show them a different way. Yeah. Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? Yeah, I, I, I would think so, right? Um, although I got to tell you, it's not a conscious thing. You no. know, I, I used to always get pissed off listening to uh, President Clinton, Bill Clinton, when every other thing he talked about, it was about the legacy and about the legacy. And, and, and I think that is so short-sighted um, to, to just think about how you're going to be viewed after. To me... Yeah. To me, it's not about how I'm going to be viewed after I leave this world. It's, it's did I, uh, uh, for my family, uh, help you know, provide the values yeah. that are going to allow them to be happy and, and, um, and, and uh, be successful in this very dramatically changing world? Okay. Um, on a business front, it, it's all about, um, did you make an impact? Yes. And again, I, I, to me, it's not personal as is there something that is going to be lasting mm-hmm. as a result of, um, of this DNA being okay. on the planet. Okay. How much of anything of being a maverick is related to giving back or giving forward? Um, so... Uh, over the years, you know, and, um, you know, I, I, I've had the ability, you know, we've had the good fortune to be able to start um, two nonprofit organizations. Uh, one, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. to support the troops. Another, to help adolescents and teens become positive contributors to the society. Oh, okay. Um, and it was called the Leo Foundation. We talked about that right. earlier. Right, okay. Um that's interesting because my specialism, when I was a nurse, yeah. my specialism was adolescent health. Is that right? So I was globally speaking on behalf of adolescents. Yeah. So, okay. It's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I think for those, what, what's the saying, Billy? For those that um, have much, you know, much should be given. Yeah. Or, okay. Or whatever that saying is. I, I think, yeah, we have responsibility to find ways to uh, to give back, and I think that's a shitty rap that I'm pardon me that no, this current that administration here in the United States um, continues to beat down on the entrepreneurs and the mavericks, and they 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 are trying to paint a picture that mavericks and the business uh, success in this country it's all self indulgent. Well, that's bullshit. Um, it's those who, who are creating um, opportunities um, certainly are uh, benefiting as a result of it. But a large but look at what they're they doing. Do, it's about giving back. Exactly. About creating, exactly. Helping others. Exactly. For a Canadian to agree with me, that's pretty good on that. I don't. I don't worry about what nationality or anything is. If you're right, you're right, mate, and that's the end of it. <laughs> Mavericks tend to be risk takers. Yeah. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date? It's it's standing up and starting Unleashed WD okay. without any question. 
the biggest risk I've ever taken. Okay. How long has... I don't know. When I look yeah. up a Maverick, I don't look up your history because that clouds my... Sure. sure. So, Unleashed WD, how long has that been going? About two and a half years right now. Okay. So, in the past five years, how many ventures or projects have you done? So, you've had Unleashed WD. What else... I ran for Congress. That's okay. not business. Okay. But, but I ran for Congress. Right. Um, and I and I, uh, you, you know, was uh, big into the um, my nonprofit. We do care. Okay. Okay. What would you consider are the characteristics of a successful venture? Success, according to Dirk Beveridge. Um, that it makes. A real difference. Okay. Okay, and and that can be defined in a lot of different ways, right? Yeah. So, so for Unleash WD, for what that what that means for me is, uh, we truly want to um, to to make a difference in terms of distributors being able to remain relevant going forward. Okay. Um. So making that, and then as a result of that, the um, the uh, the uh, what the the financial the financial success okay. will be important as well. Okay. What leads to a successful execution of a venture then for you? What makes the success happen? You've just defined it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a. You have to ensure that you are filling a real need in the marketplace. Okay. You have to find that niche, if you will. Okay. Where, where real value can be provided. Okay. And so success comes by identifying that opportunity. Okay. And then building a structure, a process... Uh, systems, a business, if you will, to be able to um, completely and fully and profitably satisfy that need. Okay. And in order to do that, so you need that vision, you need you, you need to be able to connect those dots, and then you need to put together a team and an infrastructure okay. uh, to be able to um, uh, create, deliver, and then capture that value. Okay. So when ventures are successful, what do you bring to the table that makes it happen? If somebody so, said, if somebody said to you that was really successful, and somebody said to you, reflect on yourself, what did you bring to the table? What does Dirk do that makes it successful? Yeah, thanks. Again, I hope I'm not being too repetitive for you. No, no, no. This is great. I, I think what is what does Dirk bring to the table is number one, the vision. Yeah. Number two, the ability to communicate that vision so that other people say, you know what, you're right. We need we, not just Dirk. Yeah. We the industry needs to move in that direction. Um, and then number three, you know, to actually um, uh, 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 be the catalyst, be the catalyst to, um, to create the structure, in this case, the service offering of, of Unleashed WD okay. Okay. Um, that, that attracts the industry to. Okay. When things are unsuccessful, what's the main reason for their failure? Um, well, that, that's a um, difficult question because there's potentially a lot of reasons. But, okay. Um, specifically relative to 
unleashed WD. Um, the market, by definition, by definition, a yeah. ma- and I've said it earlier, yeah. by definition, a maverick is ahead of the curve. Yeah. They have an idea that the market is not yet ready for. for okay. Okay. So, in order for you to succeed, you need to have the patience and the persistence. Yes. And a hell of a good marketing effort and communication effort yeah. to be able to pull that wave towards you. Yeah. The- and and so you need the runway. You need the cash flow. You need the patience and the persistence. Okay. Um, for that market to catch up to the idea. That's interesting because a lot of people have said timing. Yeah. It's the timing because it's people aren't ready and we're ready for it. Um, as a maverick, what are you afraid of? Running out of time. Okay. How You've mentioned team in, uh, earlier in the example you gave me. Um, how important is team to you? It's critical. Okay. It's critical. And, right? You, um, no one person has all the ideas. Definitely. Right? No one person can get everything done. So surrounding yourself with the right team is critical. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been able to do that in a number of ways. We have a small staff here that helps provide the services, but we've been able to create an advisory council. Okay. Other influencers within the industry. Okay. To be, who sees the idea and who um, who has invested themselves okay. in, in helping make it happen. Okay. Do you draw on other Mavericks in any way? Do I draw on other Mavericks? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, my advisory council. Okay. Pro- probably uh, at least half of them are Mavericks in their own right. Okay. And, and I draw on them in a number of ways. Right. One, I draw on them for inspiration. Right? Okay. I mean, there are several individuals that I look at and say, my God, yeah, what they do and what they've created is, is inspiring as hell. And so, so that's one. Number two, uh, you're, you're drawing them for their ideas and yeah. their counsel as well. Yeah. Okay. How and where did you get your permission to be a maverick? It's not granted. Okay. Permission, permission isn't granted to be a maverick. Um, um, Nobody asked us to, to start Unleashed WD. Okay. Nobody asked us to change the industry. Okay. Uh, we saw a need and we took action. Okay. Does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it certainly does affect, right? Because being a, if, quote unquote, being a maverick, it's part of who you are. Yes. So it's part of your leadership style. Yeah. It's yeah. ingrained, it's built in. To, to it, who you are in your leadership style. It's really and, interesting that you said you used the word DNA a few times because yeah. that crops up a lot. Does it? Yeah. yeah. Right? Is being a maverick related to creativity? Uh, without question. Okay. But, and Go on, sorry. Yeah, without question. I, I, I think um, by being a maverick, it suggests um, that, you, that there is a degree of creativity because being a maverick is, in my mind, it's creating something new. It's taking a risk. It's stepping outside of what already exists. Okay. And and in order to do that, you, you need to be creative, um, and you need to uh, be able to take all this information, see it in a way that nobody else has seen it. The information is there for everybody. Exactly. But but the Maverick sees it in a different way, and through that creative process that they have, and I to me it's 
you know, uh, through that process of creativity, they're able to see it differently and they're able to envision a different outcome and a different future. You know, it's interesting. One person I interviewed actually said, if you took the word... Um, if you took the word creativity out of the dictionary, you could almost replace it with maverick. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, what about innovation? How does being a maverick relate to innovation? Um, again, I think it's, it's very similar. I think maverick and innovator are probably synonymous. Okay. Now you know why I'm writing the book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are there any career choices you regret in relation to ha your potential as a maverick? Um, yeah. Yeah, there are. There are. So, um, what do you... You don't have to tell me the job, or what was it that... What do you think that hindered you there, then? How did it... How did it... Um, I, I think in my early career... Right. I I tried to be someone else rather than myself. Classic response. Is it? Yep. Really? It's, it's very interesting. It was that thing about... Every time I do something which isn't true to myself, it doesn't work. And yes. the minute I started being true to myself, it, I flew. That's how... So God tell us truth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Yeah. Who would it be? Who jumps into your head when I say that? So, um, one is Steve Jobs. He's, okay. He's impacted yeah. me a ton. Yeah. Um, you know, and one, just one quote of his. One, I, I mean, I, I've, uh, I've never owned a PC in my life. Um, I'm an Apple enthusiast. I'm a huge Steve Jobs fan. And, and, one quote impacted my life and, and was a catalyst for Unleashed, quite frankly. And that quote of his was, um, was um, uh, go out and find that the best that humans have done and then try to bring that into what you're doing. Wonderful. It, yeah, it is wonderful. So. Who is someone in your life that makes all the difference? My wife and two kids. Okay. What do you have to suffer because you're a maverick? Uh, it goes back to something that we said earlier, right? That sometimes you disappoint. Sometimes mm -hmm. you... Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes you put pressure, stress um, on those you love. One of the funniest answers I got for that, okay, was um, the non-mavericks. Yeah. <laughs> Which I sure. thought was really funny. What motivates you? Um, you have this energy, you've got this passion, you're doing all this. Why? Yeah, I, uh, to make a difference. I want to make an impact. You know, it, it's crazy. Steve Jobs says he wants to put a dent to the world. To me, it's I want to make a difference. Do you know I, what? I never, I've been saying that when you leave this place, you should make a dent in the universe. I had no idea, okay, until I went to watch the Steve Jobs movie that he'd been saying it. I was like, he nicked my idea. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. Do you like being a maverick? I don't know. It's who I am. Okay. Is being a maverick important? I think you've answered that question. Because yeah. they're the ones who change the world. Okay. Now that I've done this interview and I've nearly finished, yeah. on a scale of one to ten, 
Yep. How maverick are you? <laughs> you know, that's for somebody else to decide. You know, I, I it's 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 not important for me to be labeled. Okay, fair that enough. One, that's that's somebody else. If somebody takes a look at what we're doing with Unleashed WD and dis- 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 determines that that's me being a maverick, so be it. If somebody looks at what I did with Unleashed WD, um, excuse me, with We Do Care to support our troops, um, and and as being a maverick, so be it. I, I don't. It's not okay. me to okay. label yeah. myself that way. You're a maverick. I mean, the hardest challenge with this project was I decided that I was going to do grounded theory and ask these questions, and the I ch- the challenge was, oh my god, you know, I'm trying to put all these people who don't fit into a box into a box. So if people don't answer, that is, I'm quite cool with it. What advice would you give someone who who thinks who feels they're a maverick, okay, and and they want to be the best best they can possibly be? What would be your one bit of advice be? Follow your gut. Follow your gut, okay. What's your biggest ambition right now, Dirk? My biggest ambition is. To create, no, to mold, because it's been created, to mold Unleash WD into the most influential resource for an industry that has 250,000 businesses in it. Many of those are family-owned businesses. An industry that employs one in 20 uh, private sector workers here in this country. And my biggest ambition is to be the most influential go-to resource to help those businesses remain relevant and create sustainable, profitable entities uh, going forward. Excellent. You are very, very articulate. If you wanted to do something different in life, if you weren't doing what you're doing, what would it be? (laughs) I'm torn. I'm torn, Billy. So say both. I never said you could only have one. One is I would uh, I would uh, be pushing my physical limits um, to the edge again. Okay. okay. I would be um, out swimming, biking, running, hiking. Um, you, you know, more so than ever before. Okay. Um, Felix Baumgartner. God, was that inspiring as hell when he jumped from space. You know, oh, I watched that. Man. Amazing. Um, so that's one. Completely opposite of that mm-hmm. would be to um, take my wife and kids and their loved ones and go away on an island, man, and disappear. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Everybody has yin and yang in them. That's my next book. Yeah. Um, okay. Two more questions, okay? If you could have a superhero power... What would it be? 
Oh, by the way, don't be too impressed. These questions all came. I had. I started off with a few. All the questions are from the Mavericks. Yeah, love it, love it. Boy, if I had superpower, what would it be? Yeah, what would if you had a if you could be have a superhero power? What which one do you want? I think it would be to have the um, the um, never ending energy to be able to to continuously learn. I'll stop there. Okay. The uh, yeah to continuously learn and um, and and. And to make sense, yeah, okay, to continuously learn and to make sense of this unprecedented um, change and this age of disruption that okay. we live in and, um, and how it's impacting um, society, the world, business. Um, yeah, I'd love it. If I had the energy and the ability to just absorb, you know that... Um, was it was it a uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Was it Eraser where the opening scene there's a droid sitting in front and they load all that information? Yeah. Yeah. And that would be a superhuman okay. uh, thing that I'd love to have. Okay. Final question. What would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you? Yeah, great question. Um I think you did a pretty damn good job, Billy. Well, that's thanks to all the other Mavericks who helped me. So, yeah. Now, yeah. I know you've got... Thank you for letting me interview you. No. I really, really, really appreciate your time. Because without the Mavericks, I can't actually do this. Yeah.